We bring our petition before thee concerning Benway State. The cry of the blood that is spilled, the bones that are broken, the flesh that is mutilated, the whole land cries to you. That you have mercy upon us and come to our aid when we have been deserted by the ones we trusted to bring us deliverance. And so we fix our gaze onto the hills from whence cometh our hell. We seek your intervention at this time. Come quickly and save us. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name. You may be seated. God bless you. We began a journey yesterday on the subject of faith. And um, the body has not changed. Before we proceed, we will take a few facts about faith. Few facts. First fact about faith. Okay, I think we still need to do the formalities. You can minister to your neighbor and tell him Happy New Year. It's not 2017. We've crossed over. We are somewhere else right now. <laughs> Amen. And just in case the devil knocked you down last year, Happy New Year. He said, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Don't build a philosophy from the past. Do not make a religion out of the things of old. Because the God with whom we have to do has the capacity to make things new. We anticipate new things as we come into this season. The failures of the past have no implication on the present opportunities that God is offering us as individuals, as a people, as a ministry. And so whereas we may have done fairly well last year, the Bible says, remember not, so that we can fully find ourselves within the context of the provisions that God is making available to implement his policies. Happy New Year. All right. So, having done that, in fact, this is the first time I'm doing Happy New Year. I'm trying, I'm learning to the protocol. <laughs> Amen. The first fact about faith is that faith does not make things easy. Faith only makes things possible. If someone is crying and lamenting how that there are so many challenges. Faith has not come to take away your challenges. It just comes to bring to pass the things that God has spoken about you. And when he is even implementing his policies and bringing it to pass, it will be hard. Faith doesn't suggest any guarantee for ease. It only provides a pathway for possibilities. Now to support that fact, we have two scriptures. Because many people view faith in the wrong light. And I just want to call on um, correct uh, some 
some wrong impressions about faith before we proceed. Hallelujah. Please, student teachers, may the anointing be upon you to I know it's if the whole gang has come. The whole gang. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, sometimes I pity you people. Sometimes, actually. But I know that God has imparted unto us diversities of gifts and graces so that we can accomplish service in His kingdom to His own glory. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20. Faith doesn't make it easy. Faith only makes it possible. For instance, we will not even dream, we will not dream of trying to engage the kind of elephant project that is taking place at the camp. It's an elephant project, except God speaks. Right? And even if God speaks, it's not going to make it easy. But the fact that God has spoken is that uh, actually establishes that there's a possibility in view. Let me give you an idea before we proceed. I think before I, I and my wife entered into courtship, she spoke about the fact that God wants her to have a school. A school that is in form of a mission, a ministry. An undercover for child evangelism and child discipleship. She had that vision in mind. When the time came for the implementation, it's not as if God opened heaven and rained down manna. Having known that this is the time for the fulfillment of what God had said, we had to evaluate. Are you with me? We had to evaluate um, all the streams of income that were coming. Then we had to cut down expenditure to the barest minimum so that we can make provision for that which God has said he wants to implement in this season. It's not as if maybe a miracle deluge came from heaven. But because God had spoken and he wants to implement it, we also have to adjust. So we feel every month that passes by. We feel every day that goes by because of the sacrifices we need to put in place to give priority to that which we know that God is implementing. What God will do is that the supernatural aspect is that when one source of supply is about to come to an end. But if you don't know the way God works, you want to live large. The way you have been living before when there was no project. You want to live like that. Then after 10 years, you look back and say, God, what you say? You wanted to build this. You say, I have supplied the money. It's in your wardrobe and in your stomach. <laughs> may, the, <laughs> may the Lord. <laughs> may the, I just gave that. <laughs> Faith doesn't make it easy. We are going to continue building that camp and you will see we will continue. Not because it will be easy. But God will make it possible. I was going to town. I knew the balance of our ministry account for the year. I knew the balance. The audited balance. 
I was going to town. Uh, I think on the what what day was that? One of those days, one fourth day of January or something. And then I saw an alert in the ministry account, one million naira. I called the pastor. He's in Lagos. Did you did you make a wrong post? <laughs> I have to find out <laughs> the source. <laughs> did you? He said no. For one year, God has been dealing with him to sow into the ministry. He didn't tell his wife before he made this payment. When he goes home, he'll go and settle. I said, Baba will lead you and there will be settlement. But what I'm trying to you see, you are already happy. You are not seeing where I'm going. What I'm trying to tell you is that that supernatural seed is God's supernatural response to the fact that he has flagged off a project. It will be foolishness on our own part to deploy that money to do another thing. After five years, we say, what about the building? say, I supplied it. But you did not discern the money that came and what it was supposed to be used for. Our engineers in the house took the plan and they edited it and used their skills and their training to make it more cost effective. We have a new plan now. It's the same thing, but it's more cost effective. We want to salute them. Um, Brother Peter and... Uh, Two civil engineers. Can you rise for recognition? The two. Where is. Okay. Those are the two guys. Two civil engineers that we have, and they have ministered to us um, with their training. God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. So, now all those things are signs that God is already supplying money, cutting costs, having engineers too. Work on the plan and review it such that it becomes cost effective. Is we have, we have saved money. God will, you see, you don't. We need to know what it means when we say supernatural. It's not as if, <laughs> it's not. It's all over me, moving me around. That's not supernatural. <laughs> all right, let's 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 proceed. So faith. So now we understand that Onyeka and Peter were brought here. One of the reasons why they were brought here was for such a time as this. And when that time came, God activated them. And, and God is activating people to so activate. Do you understand? And he does it supernaturally. We didn't know that they could do it. They did it, put it in the autocad, tested everything and it was in order. And the calculations also confirmed that it was in order, yet it was cost effective. She has activated somebody. That's a sign. If you know how to read the signs, you know that God is at work. What the devil does most times is that he blinds your eyes to the things that God is doing. And then most of the time you apply the resources God makes available to accomplish another thing. And that is the easiest way for you to stop the supplies of funds. If God begins to bring supernatural funds your way, and you don't apply it for the purpose for which he makes it available, you have truncated the flow of supernatural funds. You must be a faithful steward of the provisions that God makes available. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So faith does not make it easy. Faith does what? Makes it possible. So don't look for ease. Look for possibility. Look for possibility. Say, before we married, we suffered. Faith only makes it what? 
Alright, let's check it out. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hands to yonder place. And it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto thee. If you check all the faith scriptures, you never see ease there. You only see possibility. Luke chapter 1 verse 37, quickly. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. Bible says for with God nothing shall be impossible. Never a time in scripture never a time in scripture on the subject of faith was ease captured. So a man that is not ready to labor cannot maximize the workings of God upon his life. Even if God pours his supernatural anointing for you to prosper. Hmm? What the anointing will do to you is that it will make you hard working. Because God is not doing magic. What he's doing is supernatural. The superlative dimension comes to partner with the natural dimension in order to produce something that is consistent with God's policy direction. There must be partnership. It will not be easy, but it will be possible. God says, make bread and sell. Making bread is, is hard. It will not be easy. What we are looking at is not the ease. Some people become discouraged because it is not easy. There is no promise of ease in the template of faith. And so for those of you that are allergic to, to challenges, allergic, the fact that you are called into ministry doesn't mean you don't have challenges. The fact that God was the one that pinpoint, pinpointed your wife and you married doesn't mean that you will not have bad days. The guarantee that you have if God is involved in the selection is that in the, in the bad days, when you turn to God and say, Jehovah, where are you? You will come. Because he has a hand in the matter. So the way to know whether you married the will of God is not that... Um, there's tranquility every day. No challenge, no quarreling. That's not the way. The way you know that God is in it is that in the midst of the challenge, when you call him, he comes. It means he had a hand in it when he started. You know, some people love, love for two years, then they now go to look for God to involve him in the equation. He that believeth shall not make haste. And the haste we are talking about is taking off before God. We are supposed to be led by God. We are not supposed to lead God. So a man is guilty of haste when he takes off when God has not moved. That's the haste we talk about. Men of faith wait for God to move before they move. Planning is wonderful, but planning before God moves is reckless. Is rebellion. Is thinking that your falling mental capacity has the ability to direct your steps. 
It is an insult on God. But when God has shown the direction, then you can plan. You deploy all of your mental power after that God has revealed what? Don't think you go and sleep, you remove your brain and put, and then be praying in tongues. Your brain will work. After you have secured direction, you go into a lot of mental juggernaut. And if you don't have sufficient knowledge, you go and study. Some of you need to go and learn something for two years. If you are going to prosper, you will need to learn something for two years. But you will not learn because people are learning. You will learn because you are directed. I came today to scatter that word called ease. Men of faith are not men of ease. You know, when God cried out and said, Woe unto them that are at ease in life. If that's your description, you are not a man of ease. Faith, faith, faith is a verb. It's a doing word. It has doing in it. It is a verb. It's not a state of belief. You have gone beyond settling the convictions in your heart and you make it a practice. And I said yesterday that practice is superior to learning. Hallelujah. Check your Bible, you'll find out that God prospered his people most when there was famine. The God of covenant prospered them most when there was famine. This is another opportunity for people to prosper. But first of all, we must educate you to understand that ease and faith never go together. It is only possibility that goes together with faith. If God has spoken something, then it is possible. Alright? That's how a faith man thinks. He, he doesn't consider the thing failing. The reason why we waited on God is to guarantee it's an insurance policy. To ensure that it will not fail. Pharmacist, where are you? Children, teacher. It will not fail. I'm, I tell you, it will not fail. It will not fail. When you begin to see those little, little Supernatural, supernatural, supernatural. It's, uh, it's enough proof that it will not fail. And that brook of the supernatural will not run dry until God has brought to pass that which is spoke. But you need personal discipline to be able to walk when God is releasing supplies. You don't divert his supplies to accomplish something else. If you do that, the supplies will be cut off. You will need a lot of repentance. For God to trust you again with supply. The other day somebody came here, a pastor came. And he said that he doesn't have food, see his wife and children, so I gave him 10,000. He's not here, so I can say it, and you will not know him. I gave him 10,000. And then he, he ran to Nigerbet in OG Winners. You are not with me. He went to gamble. He gambled 7,000 on a match. And the gamble option he picked was, he didn't know it was the belly of hell that was looking for people to, to stagnate, to frustrate. And then after losing 7,000, he now came back again. Ah. You know why he did that? He, he thought that breakthrough, eh? 
was a function of ease. This is an easy option. Let us bet. Anything that suggests ease, God is not in it. They say MMM. People went to borrow money from even the yam in the band. They sold all and went and delivered. Why? Because it came with, they have this idea of ease. Sit and ease never work together. Every time they did that ease thing, it always ended up in a shipwreck. How many of you lost money to MMM? I know somebody here that will not raise his hand. His school fees, his school fees was carted away in MMM. He will not raise his hand. And after, he didn't know that I was aware that his school fees is there. He didn't pay tight. He didn't drop something on the altar to call God's name. But the altar of MMM heard his knock before Jehovah. Then when the thing swallowed it, he now called me and asked me for school fees. And I said, okay, we'll, we'll look into it. <laughs> he never knew that. I was aware. You know, we like ease. In fact, one pulpit in one of the churches in this town, they put the logo of MMM here. That this is now the new way of wealth transfer. If you see ease in the equation, it's a lie. Because faith never promised. Should I tell you something about restoration? Maybe you, you, missed, you missed something in the direction of God you were supposed to take and then you ended up somewhere else and then you discovered that, hey, I'm in the wrong place. When God restores you, there is no ease in it. He will restore you. Huh? Okay, you don't like my gospel. Let me leave my gospel. <laughs> You like the type, the current gospel that <laughs> next week there will be a phone call. God doesn't speak that way. Next week something supernatural will happen. That's what you like. It never comes to pass because God does not do magic. God is supernatural. He brings his overwhelming ability in a measure upon your life, such that if you are not discerning, you will not know that it's working. But he, yes, you will need discernment to know, okay, see, 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 see. And that's why the songwriter said we need to count our blessings so that you are sensitive to the impute that comes from the superlative realm to add to your own little activity. Human beings will look at you and say, you are the one working, but you know the, the, the truth. He kept bringing little, little doses until that which he said came to pass. Ease. F- Fidelity Bank stumbled into my office. Four years ago. Somebody is laughing. <laughs> An offer to give any of the staff 20 million. And they took the money before they found out the interest rate. And they were not told, they were not educated to understand that CBM will bring a petition before the concerning Benway State. The cry of the blood that is spilled, the bones that are broken, the flesh that is mutilated, the whole land cries to you. 
that you have mercy upon us and come to our aid when we have been deserted by the ones we trusted to bring us deliverance. And so we fix our gaze onto the hills from whence cometh our hell. We seek your intervention at this time. Come quickly and save us. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus mighty name. You may be seated. God bless you. We began a journey yesterday on the subject of faith. And um, the body has not changed. Before we proceed, we will take a few facts about faith. few facts. First fact about faith. Okay, I think we still need to do the formalities. You can minister to your neighbor and tell him Happy New Year. It's not 2017. We've crossed over. We're somewhere else right now. <laughs> Amen. And just in case the devil knocked you down last year, Happy New Year. They say, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Don't build a philosophy from the past. Do not make a religion out of the things of old. Because the God with whom we have to do has the capacity to make things new. We anticipate new things as we come into this season. The failures of the past have no implication on the present opportunities that God is offering us as individuals, as a people, as a ministry. And so whereas we may have done fairly well last year, the Bible says, remember not. So that we can fully find ourselves within the context of the provisions that God is making available to implement his policies. Happy New Year. All right. So, haven't done that. In fact, this is the first time I'm doing Happy New Year. I'm trying, I'm learning to the protocol. <laughs> Amen. First fact about faith is that faith does not make things easy. Faith only makes things possible. Someone is crying and lamenting how that there are so many challenges. Faith has not come to take away your challenges. It just comes to bring to pass the things that God has spoken about you. And when he is even implementing his policies and bringing it to pass, it will be hard. Faith doesn't suggest any guarantee for ease. It only provides a pathway for possibilities. Now to support that fact, we have two scriptures. Because many people view faith in the wrong light. And I just want to call on um, correct uh, some, some wrong impressions about faith before we proceed. Hallelujah. Please, children, teachers, may the anointing be upon you to... I, I know it's if the whole gang has come. The whole gang. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, sometimes I pity you people. Sometimes, actually. 
But I know that God has imparted unto us diversities of gifts and graces so that we can accomplish service in his kingdom to his own glory. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20 Faith doesn't make it easy. Faith only makes it possible. For instance, we will not even dream, we will not dream of trying to engage the kind of elephant project that is taking place at the camp. It's an elephant project, except God speaks. Right? And even if God speaks, it's not going to make it easy. But the fact that God has spoken is that, uh, actually establishes that there is a possibility in view. Let me give you an idea before we proceed. I think before I, I and my wife entered into courtship, she spoke about the fact that God wants her to have a school. A school that is in form of a mission, a ministry. An undercover for child evangelism and child discipleship. She had that vision in mind. When the time came for the implementation, it's not as if God opened heaven and rained down manna. Having known that this is the time for the fulfillment of what God has said, we had to evaluate. Are you with me? We had to evaluate um, all the streams of income that were coming. Then we had to cut down expenditure to the barest minimum so that we can make provision for that which God has said he wants to implement in this season. It's not as if maybe a miracle deluge came from heaven. But because God had spoken and he wants to implement it, we also had to adjust. So we feel every month that passes by. We feel every day that goes by because of the sacrifices we need to put in place to give priority to that which we know that God is implementing. What God will do is that the supernatural aspect is that when one source of supply is about to come to an end. But if you don't know the way God works, you want to live large. The way you have been living before when there was no project. You want to live like that. And then after 10 years, you look back and say, God, what you say? You wanted to build this. You say, I have supplied the money. It's in your wardrobe and in your stomach. <laughs> may, the, <laughs> may the Lord... <laughs> I just gave that <laughs> faith doesn't make it easy we are going to continue building that camp and you will see we will continue not because it will be easy but God will make it possible I was going to town I knew the balance of our ministry account for the year I knew the balance the audited balance I was going to town. Uh, I think on this what what day was that? One of those days, one fourth day of January or something. And then I saw an alert in the ministry account, one million naira. I called the pastor. He's in Lagos. Did you did you make a wrong post? <laughs> I have to find out <laughs> the source. 
Did you? He said, no. For one year, God had been dealing with him to sow into the ministry. He didn't tell his wife before he made this payment. When he goes home, he'll go and settle. I said, Baba will lead you and there will be settlement. But what I'm trying to you see, you are already happy. You are not seeing where I'm going. What I'm trying to tell you is that that supernatural seed is God's supernatural response to the fact that he has flagged off a project. It would be foolishness on our own part to deploy that money to do another thing. After five years, we say, what about the field? We say, ah, I supplied it. But you did not discern the money that came and what it was supposed to be used for. Our engineers in the house took the plan and they edited it and used their skills and their training to make it more cost effective. We have a new plan now. It's the same thing, but it's more cost effective. We want to salute them, um, Brother Peter and Onyeka, uh, two civil engineers. Can you rise for recognition? The two. Where is. Okay, those are the two guys. Two civil engineers that we have, and they have ministered to us um, with their training. God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. So, now all those things are signs that God is already supplying money, cutting cost, having engineers to work on the plan and review it such that it becomes cost effective. Is we have we have saved money. God will. You see, you don't. We need to know what it means when we say supernatural. It's not as if <laughs> it's not. It's all over me. Moving me around. That's not supernatural. <laughs> Alright. Let's, 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 let's proceed. So faith. So now we understand that Onyeka and Peter were brought here. One of the reasons why they were brought here was for such a time as this. And when that time came, God activated them. And, and God is activating people to so activate. Do you understand? And he does it supernaturally. We didn't know that they could do it. They did it, put it in the AutoCAD, tested everything and it was in order. And the calculations also confirmed that it was in order, yet it was cost effective. She has activated somebody. That's a sign. If you know how to read the signs, you know that God is at work. What the devil does most times is that he blinds your eyes to the things that God is doing. And then most of the time you apply the resources God makes available to accomplish another thing. And that is the easiest way for you to stop the supplies of funds. If God begins to bring supernatural funds your way, and you don't apply it for the purpose for which he makes it available, you have truncated the flow of supernatural funds. You must be a faithful steward of the provisions that God makes available. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So faith does not make it easy. Faith does what? Makes it possible. So don't look for ease. Look for possibility. Look for possibility. Say, before we married, we suffer. Faith only makes it what? Alright, let's check it out. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20 And Jesus said unto them Because of your 
unbelief for verily I say unto you if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed you shall say unto this mountain remove hands to yonder place and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible unto thee if you check all the faith scriptures you never see ease there you only see possibility Luke chapter 1 verse 37 quickly Luke chapter 1 verse 37 The Bible says for with God nothing shall be impossible never a time in scripture never a time in scripture on the subject of faith was ease captured so a man that is not ready to labor cannot maximize the workings of God upon his life even if God pours his supernatural anointing for you to prosper hmm? what the anointing will do to you is that it will make you hard working because God is not doing magic what he's doing is supernatural. The superlative dimension comes to partner with the natural dimension in order to produce something that is consistent with God's policy direction. There must be partnership. It will not be easy, but it will be possible. We bring our petition before thee concerning Benway State. The cry of the blood that is spilled, the bones that are broken, the flesh that is mutilated, the whole land cries to you. That you have mercy upon us and come to our aid when we have been deserted by the ones we trusted to bring us deliverance. And so we fix our gaze onto the hills from whence cometh our help. We seek your intervention at this time. Come quickly and save us. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name. You may be seated. God bless you. We began a journey yesterday on the subject of faith. And um, the body has not changed. Before we proceed, we'll take a few facts about faith. Few facts. First fact about faith. Okay, I think we still need to do the formalities. You can. Minister to your neighbor and tell him Happy New Year. It's not 2017. We've crossed over. We're somewhere else right now. <laughs> Amen. And just in case the devil knocked you down last year, Happy New Year. He said, Remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Don't build the philosophy from the past 
Do not make a religion out of the things of old. Because the God with whom we have to do has the capacity to make things new. We anticipate new things as we come into this season. The failures of the past have no implication on the present opportunities that God is offering us as individuals, as a people, as a ministry. And so whereas we may have done fairly well last year, the Bible says, remember not. So that we can fully find ourselves within the context of the provisions that God is making available to implement his policies. Happy New Year. Alright. So, having done that, in fact, this is the first time I'm doing Happy New Year. I'm trying, I'm learning to the protocol. <laughs> Amen. The first fact about faith is that faith does not make things easy. Faith only makes things possible. Someone is crying and lamenting how that there are so many challenges. Faith has not come to take away your challenges. It just comes to bring to pass the things that God has spoken about you. And when he is even implementing his policies and bringing it to pass, it will be hard. Faith doesn't suggest any guarantee for ease. He only provides a pathway for possibilities. Now to support that fact, we have two scriptures. Because many people view faith in the wrong light. And I just want to um, correct uh, some, some wrong impressions about faith before we proceed. Hallelujah. Please, student teachers, may the anointing be upon you to... I know it's if the whole gang has come. The whole gang. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, sometimes I pity you people. Actually. But I know that God has imparted unto us diversities of gifts and graces so that we can accomplish service in his kingdom to his own glory. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20 Faith doesn't make it easy. Faith only makes it possible. For instance, we will not even dream, will not dream of trying to engage the kind of elephant project that is taking place at the camp. It's an elephant project, except God speaks. Right? And even if God speaks, it's not going to make it easy. But the fact that God has spoken is that uh, actually establishes that there's a possibility in view. Let me give you an idea before we proceed. I think before I, I and my wife entered into courtship, she spoke about the fact that God wants her to have a school. A school that is in form of a mission, a ministry. An undercover for child evangelism and child discipleship. She had that vision in mind. When the time came for the implementation, it's not as if God opened heaven and rained down manna. Having known that this is the time for the fulfillment of what God has said, 
We had to evaluate. Are you with me? We had to evaluate um, all the streams of income that were coming. Then we had to cut down expenditure to the barest minimum so that we can make provision for that which God has said He wants to implement in this season. It's not as if maybe a miracle deluge came from heaven. But because God had spoken and He wants to implement it, we also had to adjust. So we feel every month that passes by. We feel every day that goes by because of the sacrifices we need to put in place to give priority to that which we know that God is implementing. What God will do is that the supernatural aspect is that when one source of supply is about to come to an end, but if you don't know the way God works, you want to live large. The way you have been living before when there was no project. You want to live like that. And then after 10 years, you look back and say, God, what you say? You wanted to build this. You say, I have supplied the money. It's in your wardrobe and in your stomach. <laughs> may, the, may the Lord. May the, I just gave that. <laughs> Faith. It doesn't make it easy. We are going to continue building that camp and you will see we will continue. Not because it will be easy. But God will make it possible. I was going to town. I knew the balance of our ministry account for the year. I knew the balance. The audited balance. I was going to town. Uh, I think on the... What, what day was that? One of those days. One fourth day of January or something. And then I saw an alert. In the ministry account, one million naira. I called the pastor. He's in Lagos. Did you did you make a wrong post? <laughs> I have to find out <laughs> the source. <laughs> did you? He said no. For one year, God has been dealing with him to sow into the ministry. He didn't tell his wife before he made this payment. When he goes home, he will go and settle. I said, Baba will lead you, and there will be settlement. But what I'm trying to see, you are already happy. You are not seeing where I'm going. What I'm trying to tell you is that that supernatural seed is God's supernatural response to the fact that he has flagged off a project. It will be foolishness on our own part to deploy that money to do another thing. After five years, we say, what about the field? We say, ah, I've supplied it. But you did not discern the money that came and what it was supposed to be used for. Our engineers in the house took the plan and they edited it and used their skills and their training to make it more cost effective. We have a new plan now. It's the same thing, but it's more cost effective. We want to salute them, um, Brother Peter and Onyeka, uh, two civil engineers. Can you rise for recognition? The two. Where is. Okay, those are the two guys. Two civil engineers that we have, and they have ministered to us um, with their training. God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. So, now all those things are signs that God is already supplying money, cutting costs, having engineers to work on the plan and review it such that it becomes cost effective. Is we have we have saved money. God will. You see, you don't. We need to know what it means when we say supernatural. It's not as if <laughs> it's not. It's all over me. Moving me. 
around. That's not supernatural. <laughs> All right. Let's, 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 let's proceed. So faith. So now we understand that Onyeka and Peter were brought here. One of the reasons why they were brought here was for such a time as this. And when that time came, God activated them. And, and God is activating people to so activate. You understand? And he does it supernaturally. We didn't know that they could do it. They did it, put it in the autocad, tested everything and it was in order. And the calculations also confirmed that it was in order, yet it was cost effective. She has activated somebody. That's a sign. If you know how to read the signs, you know that God is at work. What the devil does most times is that he blinds your eyes to the things that God is doing. And then most of the time you apply the resources God makes available to accomplish another thing. And that is the easiest way for you to stop the supplies of funds. If God begins to bring supernatural funds your way, and you don't apply it for the purpose for which he makes it available, you have truncated the flow of supernatural funds. You must be a faithful steward of the provisions that God makes available. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So faith does not make it easy. Faith does what? Makes it possible. So don't look for ease. Look for possibility. Look for possibility. Before we married, we suffer. Faith only makes it what? Alright, let's check it out. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, You shall say unto this mountain, Remove hands to yonder place. And it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto thee. If you check all the faith scriptures, you never see ease there. You only see possibility. Luke chapter 1 verse 37, quickly. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. The Bible says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Never a time in scripture. Never a time in scripture on the subject of faith was ease captured. So a man that is not ready to labor cannot maximize the workings of God upon his life. Even if God pours his supernatural anointing for you to prosper. Hmm? What the anointing will do to you is that it will make you hardworking. Because God is not doing magic. What he's doing is supernatural. The superlative dimension comes to partner with the natural dimension in order to produce something that is consistent with God's policy direction. There must be partnership. It will not be easy, but it will be possible. God says, make bread and sell. Making bread is, is hard. It will not be easy. What we are looking at is not the ease. Some people become discouraged because it's not easy. 
There is no promise of ease in the template of faith. And so for those of you that are allergic to to challenges, allergic, the fact that you are called into ministry doesn't mean you don't have challenges. The fact that God was the one that uh, pinpointed your wife and you married doesn't mean that you will not have bad days. The guarantee that you have if God is involved in the selection is that in the, in the bad days, when you turn to God and say, Jehovah, where are you? He will come. Because he has a hand in the matter. So the way to know whether you married the will of God is not that um, there's tranquility every day. No challenge, no quarreling. That's not the way. The way you know that God is in it is that in the midst of the challenge, when you call him, he comes. It means he had a hand in it when he started. You know, some people love, love for two years, then they now go to look for God to involve him in the equation. He that believeth shall not make haste. And the haste we are talking about is taken off before God. We are supposed to be led by God. We are not supposed to lead God. So a man is guilty of haste when he takes off when God has not moved. That's the haste we talk about. Men of faith wait for God to move before they move. Planning is wonderful, but planning before God moves is reckless. Is rebellion. Is thinking that your falling mental capacity has the ability to direct your steps. It is an insult on God. But when God has shown the direction, then you can plan. You deploy all of your mental power after that God has revealed what? Don't think you go and sleep, you remove your brain and put, and then be praying in tongues. Your brain will work. After you have secured direction, you go into a lot of mental juggernaut. And if you don't have sufficient knowledge, you go and study. Some of you need to go and learn something for two years. If you are going to prosper, you will need to learn something for two years. But you will not learn because people are learning. You will learn because you are directed. I came today to scatter that word called ease. Men of faith are not men of ease. You know when God cried out and said, Woe unto them that are at ease in life. If that's your description, you are not a man of ease. Faith, faith, faith is a verb. It's a doing word. It has doing in it. It is a verb. It's not a state of belief. You have gone beyond settling the convictions in your heart and you make it a practice. And I said yesterday that practice is superior to learning. Hallelujah. Check your Bible, you'll find out that God prospered his people most when there was famine. The God of covenant prospered them most. When there was famine. This is another opportunity for people to prosper. But first of all, we must educate you to understand that ease and faith never go together. It is only possibility that goes together with faith. If God has spoken something, then it is possible. Alright? That's how a faith man thinks. 
He, he doesn't consider the team failing. The reason why we waited on God is to guarantee it's an insurance policy. To ensure that it will not fail. Pharmacist, where are you? Children, teacher. It will not fail. I'm, I tell you, it will not fail. It will not fail. When you begin to see those little, little supernatural, 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 it's, uh, it's enough proof that it will not fail. And that brook of the supernatural will not run dry until God has brought to pass that which is spoke. But you need personal discipline to be able to walk when God is releasing supplies. You don't divert His supplies to accomplish something else. If you do that, the supplies will be cut off. You will need a lot of repentance for God to trust you again with supplies. The other day somebody came here, a pastor came. And he said that he doesn't have food, see his wife and children, so I gave him 10,000. He's not here, so I can say it. And you will not know him. I gave him 10,000. And then he, he ran to Nigerbet in OG Winners. You are not with me. <laughs> he went to gamble. He gambled 7,000 on a match. And the gamble option he picked was, he didn't know it was the belly of hell that was looking for people to, to stagnate, to frustrate. And then after losing 7,000, he now came back again. Ah. You know why he did that? He, he thought that breakthrough eh, was a function of ease. This is an easy option. Let us bet. Anything that suggests ease, God is not in it. They say MMM. Hey! People went to borrow money from even the yam in the band. They sold all and went and delivered. Why? Because he came with he has this idea of ease. Street and ease never work together. Every time they did that ease thing. It always ended up in a shipwreck. How many of you lost money to MMM? I know somebody here that will not raise his hand. His school fees. His school fees was scattered away in MMM. He will not raise his hand. And after, he didn't know that I was aware that his school fees is there. He didn't pay tight. He didn't drop something on the altar to call God's name. But the altar of MMM heard his knock before Jehovah. Then when the thing swallowed it, he now called me and asked me for school fees. And I said, okay, we'll, we'll look into it. <laughs> he never knew that. I was aware. You know, we like ease. In fact, one pulpit in one of the churches in this town, they put the logo of MMM here. That this is now the new way of web transfer. If you see ease in the equation, it's a lie. Because faith never promised. Should I tell you something about restoration? Maybe you, you, missed, you missed something in the direction of God you were supposed to take and then you ended up somewhere else and then you discovered that, hey, I'm in the wrong place. When God restores you, there is no ease in it. He will restore you. Huh? Okay, you don't like my gospel. Let me leave my gospel. 
You like the type the current gospel that <laughs> next week there'll be a phone call. God doesn't speak that way. Next week something supernatural will happen. That's what you like. It never comes to pass because God does not do magic. God is supernatural. He brings his overwhelming ability in a measure upon your life such that if you are not discerning, you will not know that it's working. But he, yes, you will need discernment to know, okay, see, 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 see. And that's why the songwriter said we need to count our blessings so that you are sensitive to the impute that comes from the superlative realm to add to your own little activity. Human beings will look at you and say, you are the one walking, but you know the, the, the truth. He kept bringing little, little doses until that which he said came to pass. Is Fidelity Bank stumbled into my office. Four years ago, somebody is laughing. <laughs> An offer to give any of the staff 20 million. And they took the money before they found out the interest rate. And they were not told, they were not educated to understand that CBM can manipulate a few financial variables that will necessitate the bank to adjust the interest rate. They started with an, a 13% interest rate and now they are on a 25% interest rate. It was air that was looking for slaves in form of a loan. It was 20 million they took, but at the end of the day, the way it is going, they will end up paying 45 million. Now, you are looking for 20 million, the tax master never told you that you will end up paying 25 million. The reason why they chiefly bought into it is because they presented a picture of ease. Honda Cross Tour was what one of my colleagues used one third of the money to buy. And it came to walk the next day with full headlight. You know. If we are going to prosper. If we are going to change turn things around. Are you with me? No ease. Paul said that I labored much more than they all. Yet not I. But it was the supernatural dimensions of God. That gave me those abilities. God will empower you to labor. When God has given you a divine idea, a divine inspiration, God will see how faithful you will be in stewarding that inspiration. And if He sees that you are faithful, He will begin to supply the ability for you to work it out. So that which has been worked into you must be worked out by grace. He keeps propelling you in the right direction until it becomes obvious that the thing that he spoke to you in the night is beginning to come to pass in the light because you refused to deviate. You kept your focus and you are walking towards it and he kept supplying grace. That's how the partnership works. He will strengthen you to labor. There's no ease in the equation. The other day my colleague cried out. Because it's been five years they've been paying interest. So I thought they had finished paying. Then one cried out the other day. That the interest rates have been reviewed. 
It's like walking in a solitary place in a wilderness. You not beguiled by anything that presents the face of ease. So faith does not make it easy. What does it do? Makes it possible. You want to know the Bible? If I see how, how long you are willing to study it, I will know whether you want to know it. Because when you desire to study, and you know he's the one that will put the desire there. You are praying, God, I want to do the Bible, and he now puts small desire inside of your heart to study. And then as you are studying, he gives you the ability to stay studying. And sometimes you will stay on the scriptures for three days. And you will see things that people that rush over will never get to see. Never adopt this philosophy of ease. People that do great things for God are empowered by God to labor. And the Lord help us in Jesus' name. You know how much work it took before we were able to put up that crusade. People were cooking, people were doing this, people were praying, people were doing all that work. I had to call some people to tell them, go and sleep, go and sleep, go and sleep. Because there was so much grace to labor. That's how things in the kingdom are achieved. People are available to them. That's how people prosper. God gives you an idea and he makes you a steward of that idea. And then you labor. You labor. And then you, require, you discover that you have a deficiency. You need to go for some training, some capacity building. You subject yourself to it because you are looking at the goal that God has revealed. Hallelujah. I found out I had a deficiency in my Bible study. The book of the prophets were not so friendly. So I went and looked for people that had a specialty. They had grace in that area. And I learned from their books for five years. So that I will never have any weakness in any part of scripture. If the Holy Ghost lands there, I can take off from there. Some things will come to you naturally. Some things you will labor to learn. There were some kind of scriptures I love to teach from. And I now discovered, I saw Billy Akani. He likes teaching from the kind of scriptures I don't like. I said there is a grace that is making it work for him. So, I now took his messages. What I did first was that I preached his message. Uh, my preaching that day was not very sweet like the old ones, but I was trying to learn. After a while, I stumbled into the grace. I could use his own kind of scriptures. I could use my own. And I found another preacher that was using another type. Ah! I copied him. A time came, my vessel was filled with all the kind of grace that I required to unlock scriptures from different perspectives. There was a labor. God was helping me, was releasing the grace, but I was laboring. I was seeing his grace in other people that I wanted to operate in my life. And I was willing to listen to them, to see how they are doing it, to study them, the science of his implementation, and before I knew it, it began to work. I wanted to be that expositor of the scripture that had no witness. So far, it has taken me 17 years of Bible study. 
I mean, not the one you are doing consciously, 17 years. So far. Hallelujah. Now, I'm learning English. That's what I'm learning. How to talk. How to create idioms and metaphors that can, that can move words into pictures. You don't become anything by just sitting down, just praying and saying, Thy way be done. Thy way be done. Spirit, help me in my heart to say, Thy When you finish singing, stand up and look for grace to do good works. The Christian must be very practical. In the last few years, we never raised leaders for our country. If God doesn't help us, a madman will be there. Yeah, you must be very practical. I went to study the works of our elders, the first prophets that began to speak over Nigeria. I saw what they studied. I saw what they preached. I saw the burden he carried. Oh my God! And I found out that everybody that was privileged to hear that man preach, that is a preacher today, 97% of them did it. That was, our elting was a picture of a most accurate apostle. Blessed were those that had him. This octopus we see in the body of Christ today came because people were not willing to follow the path he showed them. Such a balance. Such a balance. As at that time, Elton had already started talking about, he was already raising men that could enter into politics, raising men that could enter into leadership. As at that time, they did not carry on the battle. They now entered into a gospel of ease and bewitched the entire church. And when the time came for practical things to be done like leadership, there was nobody prepared for it. The only power the church has is to pray. But if you check your Bible, Moses and his team were praying on the mountain. There were some other guys doing practical things. Their prayers was bringing supernatural results in the practical things. That's how God moves. Faith makes it work. How many of you had this experience while you were in school? You ask God to help you in your exams, and then in the exam, there's just supernatural flow. Your memory is like magnet. How many of you had that? That's how it works. That's the, that's the creative anointing. The creative anointing empowers you for practical things. In, just in case you lost that anointing to translate grace into things that are practical today, you will get it back. Amen. The church of Jesus has been operating in an utopian kind of oppression. Something that does not lend itself to practicality. Meanwhile, faith is practical. Faith is a doing thing. The Bible never promised that we'll do it with ease. You say, oh, I prayed, it was difficult. There was no assurance that it would be easy. People that serve idols, that do witchcraft, it's not easy. Eh? 
The ones that have entered into the real ninth level of witchcraft, they sleep like four hours every night. And some nights, if they have cases in the covenant to judge for three nights, they don't sleep. It's difficult to be an Ezemo. That's what I'm saying. In case you say, church on too hard, let's join Ezemo. You will have, you will discover that there is more work there. Because there's no grace there. You will labor. You will labor. And that's why it is called the works of the flesh. Labor. You will consciously suffer to serve the devil. And you will not use handkerchief to clean your face. It's the, the works of the flesh. Vis-a-vis the fruit of the spirit. It comes because of xylem and phloem supplies. But this one is what? Works. Second point. Second fact about faith. My time is spent. Faith is different from mental assent. I'll show you a few scriptures that reveal mental assent. You might find some believers come and say, I'm standing on the word of God. If you hear that thing, just know the person has derailed from faith. There are many masquerades we create that looks like faith. Religious masquerades, religious utterances, that is not faith. And we need to differentiate between mental assent and faith. Alright. Let's check a few scriptures quickly before we go back to the articles of faith. Then I can show you the, um, the context. The context of faith. Before we end up with the gift of faith. Sometimes God will need to switch the key of the gift on so that you can jump some mountains. He does that, but not every time. Then when everybody is seeing impossibilities, you can't even see what they are seeing. The gift. You can't see it. People come for service and the people that come that day are eight people. But the way he's preaching... It's not as if he's standing before eight people. It's the gift of faith that's there. And then when somebody hears the tape, the thing is, is striking him. Ah! He never knew that if day the message was preached, the preacher was standing before eight people. But he preached to even that person that heard him two years later with the tape. He also preached to them. He was, he was operating beyond what was present before him. He was operating by a gift. There were men that rose in their time and they lived beyond their time. The things they said, the things they preached and the works of their hands, they were not men of that generation. Men of whom the world is not worthy. Those are men that operate by the spirit of it and by the gift of it. We'll get to that anyway. You, are, you operate beyond, beyond your time. They say, oh, these are the preachers in Makodi. Ah. No, he was in Makodi, not of Makodi. From Makodi, he could reach every corner of the earth easily. Because he was not, he was not seeing Makodi. He was seeing beyond Makodi. And that's why he did the things he did. The guys that could not see beyond Makodi were all doing local Makodi, local politics, local pastors' politics, gossip, local gossip, backbiting. Those ones will be Makodi. So the people that have voices to speak beyond Makodi, the spirit and the gift of faith they carry. 
gives them a different perspective, different utterance, different orientation. God will help us. God will structure you within before the, it expresses without. Alright, let's do an investigation. And the investigation will be in John chapter 20. Time is not on our, on our side. John 20, quickly. John 20. John 20. John 20. John 20, verse 26. And after eight days again, his disciples were with him and Thomas with them. Then, then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Now, you will notice that before Jesus came to answer the doubts of Thomas, Thomas was not there when Jesus appeared in the company of the disciples the first time. And when Thomas came back and they told him that they had seen the Lord, Thomas said, no, except I see his wounds, except I put my hands to his side, I will not believe. I need to be able to reason it. There must be evidences that will quell my curiosity. Are you with me? Evidences that will quell my curiosity. I hope you know before you sat on the seat, you sat. You were convinced that the seat was able to carry your weight. Are you with me? That's why you sat there. And there were times that you were wrong. And the, the seat had three legs. You were also convinced that the seat could carry you. It was when you tested the integrity of your conviction that you found out that it had three legs. And we, we know how the story ended that day. Now, that was not faith. What you used to sit on that seat is not faith. It's mental asset. It, it sounds like faith. It looks like faith. You can even talk church language. Like, for instance, Thomas was saying, well, you know, I like to be sure of things. It was not packaging. It was well packaged in church language. I need to put my hand there. Then I have conviction about this matter. Somebody can come and say, I'm standing on the word of God. We have church stuff. Do you know the difference between faith and mental ascent? Mental ascent begins from the mind. But faith has not... It starts from the spirit. It's the spirit of God that impacts it. Even if your eyes are closed, you know you are wearing clothes. Abi? That's how it is with faith. If faith is imparted, you will know. You are clothed within. And you know you are not naked. And that with which you are clothed has the power to undo every symptom of fear, of doubt, of unbelief, of confusion. Conviction is built into the root of your spirit, man. And even though you have not seen that which you believe physically, you know it is true. Only the Spirit of God can bet such things. I've seen people in the prayer lines that have, you know, said, you know, church stuff, and at the end of the day, the things that they claim to be believing never came to pass. It was because they did not have faith. 
what all the things